0: We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says, it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, you sweet and sacred souls. I'm celebrating my connection with you here today. Thanks for being with us on Empower Radio. So... How is your relationship with your body? Are you one of the one in five people in this country that deal with persistent aches and pains? Many people believe it's noble to be stoic and power through when they're hurting. However, I really believe in this saying, God throws pebbles, stones, bricks, and then you get a brick wall. I think it's so helpful to pay attention to the pebbles so they don't have to increase in size, I think it's vital to listen to our bodies and take good care of them. Of course, I came to this conclusion myself after receiving several bricks in my own life. So how can we listen to the wisdom of of our sacred vehicle? How can we interpret exactly what it's trying to tell us? We're going to learn about this and more from our conversation with my wise and wonderful guest today. We're here with Dr. Ya Ling Liu. Yao Ling is a chiropractic physician who, after more than 20 years of clinical experience, continues to expand and share her intuitive body care techniques. Her new book, Everybody's Guide to Everyday Pain, is a holistic approach and takes into account not only the mechanics of the body, but also the chemical and emotional component, components, which helps her patients and readers come into balance and claim vibrant health on all levels. So, Dr. Liu, thank you so much for being here today on Journey to Center.
1: It's my pleasure. Thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely. So, I just read your book, and there's a lot of really, really valuable information here. I learned a lot from you. So, thank you for writing it. And I just wonder, um, can you tell me a little bit about why you wrote this book?
1: Yes. I, You know, it came from just a desire to communicate more thoroughly with my own patients What I was noticing when people come in to see me, there are uh, so many different aspects of what they need from me aside from just feeling better in their bodies. Um, The main thing that underlies everything that uh, my motivation to write the book, the content of the book, is really just to help deconstruct what's going on when we do feel pain and discomfort in our bodies so that we don't have to spend all sorts of energy being concerned and worried and afraid because that is going to delay our progress. It's going to get in the way of getting better. Um, And I found that I just don't have enough time in the office with patients to really dig my uh, heels into it, to get into all the details of what it is that each individual needs to hear in order to feel um, safe, to feel like they're going to be okay, and to really believe that. Yes.
0: Well, that makes perfect sense, because you do go into a lot of different areas that, uh, um, you know, I even learned about it. I've studied a lot of different things about the body and cranial sacro and sacral and polarity and massage, but I I learned a lot from your material. So can you tell me a little bit about the different angles you... Um, Look at and how you approach dealing with um, pain and our
1: bodies. Well, that's really great to hear that uh, you found some value in it as well. Because I do, I I know that you have a lot of background in health and healing, so that's great to hear. And I I hope to reach at least uh, one aspect in everybody's capabilities for learning by presenting them with the different. Um, different learning styles you know i'm i'm a very visual person so it was really important to me to not just throw words out there at people about theory but also to take it into a more visual realm so there are photographs and diagrams and pictures that um, help me to understand what's going on in the body, and I hope that conveys the same to others and yes. and reaches, meets us all where we're at because we all learn differently and we all sort of have those light bulb moments uh, through different means. Yes, exactly. That's
0: so true. Yeah. And I'm visual as well, but I, I got value from a lot of different um, things that you shared, both with your words, your wisdom, and the visual components. So I appreciate right. your well-rounded approach. And that's actually your approach in dealing with People, it's very holistic. It's very well rounded.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of satisfaction in it for me because I'm really, I'm super interested in um, all the different aspects of pain that come through my door. Um, I I really love a good mystery, um, and everybody is a mystery (laughs) in their own (laughs) right. That's true. That's true. So everybody's pain is sort of rooted in a different aspect of themselves, and so it didn't take me long in practice to figure out that. I can fix the joints and correct the mechanics until the cows come home. And then, um, you know, that doesn't make a darn difference if the person goes home and then, you know, has to deal with uh, financial stress, relationship stress, or um, they sit down and they have French fries for dinner every night. You know, those kinds of things really add to our dysfunction, uh, our Mm -hmm. physical dysfunction, our chemical dysfunction, the emotional dysfunction, it all adds up and can contribute to the pain that we experience in our bodies.
0: I thought it was interesting that you started with this very simple concept that I haven't, maybe I've heard it before, but I didn't really um, understand it to the same degree as when I read your book. Pain is really the result of inflammation.
1: Yeah, it really boils boils down down to to that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I I thought that was fascinating.
0: I never really considered that, but it really boils down to that.
1: Yes, We're inflamed. Uh, <laughs> we are all inflamed. You know, inflamed. I think more and more, more and more people are coming up with the uh, realization that all disease really is based in a certain degree of inflammation. It just depends on what tissue group it's happening and where and how much. Uh, and I thought that was the same fascinating.
0: Mm-hmm. And that stress causes a chemical reaction that floods the body tissues with substances known to be acidifying, which in turn causes inflammation. Exactly, right. So what are some things that we can do to kind of start to um, understand or um, make friends with our pain? I think a lot of times when people are hurting, they're in res- resistance. It becomes the enemy. But I found that approach doesn't really work that well for me. So I'd like to know what your thoughts um, might be around that.
1: Yes, I think that everything, the the way that I go through trying to explain what pain is and where it's coming from in the book is a way to that end. It's a way to mm, disarm the idea that pain is somehow an enemy or something bad. It's really just a message in many different forms. And so what we can do to help ourselves is really just listen to what the message is telling us. And it's different for everybody. uh, But that's primarily... uh, The way to make friends with our pain is to understand that it is a way, it's a a door, and we need to listen to be able to open that door. Exactly. Sometimes it's a mechanical thing, sometimes it's a chemical thing, and sometimes it's an emotional thing, and sometimes it's all three. But if we don't stop to listen and to pay attention, we'll never know. Uh, And that's what a lot of people do when they try to push it into the background and power through their day and pretend Mm -hmm. it's not happening.
0: Yeah, you, you say don't baby yourself, don't suck it up, you know, what would you suggest instead?
1: Well, uh, so there are lots of different aspects to get to this point, but um, the very first thing is to stop what you're doing and pay attention. And sometimes that means if you have a physical pain that's that's uh, got your attention, you have to go lie down. You just need to take the primary stressor out of the equation, go lie down, give it a break, uh, and then you can get more information and de-escalate the situation a little bit better.
0: That's, I think, really good advice. It's it's interesting because I used to be one of those people that felt I, I have to be stoic and I have to push through, um, but... I, like I said in the beginning, I, I've ended up with a lot of bricks in my life and I had to come into a different relationship with myself. And now you actually write this in your book. I do this stop, drop, and roll. As soon as I feel, oh, was that a pebble? Oh, am I starting to feel like I might be getting a little bit of a cold? I stop. I yeah. disconnect from technology. I go and I read, I spend time, you know, just... Quiet, meditating, listening, and I haven't gotten a cold in about four years because I think I really, really listen to the pebbles. As soon as I kind of start not to feel good, I take really good care of myself, and that's just a really different way of being than than um, I've had in the past, and I think maybe than most people have.
1: Yes, I love that image of the pebbles and the bricks creating uh-huh. walls. It's so true, and it, it can sneak up on us until suddenly we can't see. Yes.
0: That's been my experience. It, uh, I've learned from it. And that's something else you say that, you know, uh, we're supposed to be learning. We're supposed to be learning. And sometimes we learn through pain.
1: Yep, exactly. Our uh, society as a whole sees dysfunction and pain and disease as something that we need to overcome in a uh, combative way. Yes. And that just sets up a really bad dynamic.
0: Yeah, I found it revelatory when I, I read somewhere that our bodies are our friends, and I felt like I was an enemy with my, it didn't weigh what I wanted it to weigh. I was a model. I was an actress. I wanted to be fit. And I was like, it, I was always battling with it. And I guess it's no surprise that it didn't really respond in kind.
1: Well, that's a really good way of putting that. I think that everybody struggles with that at some point in their lives, but especially as we age, we start to see our body as betraying us, right? It's not oh, yes. it's up to snuff anymore. And we used to be able to do all these wonderful things without even thinking twice. But um, yeah, if we think about it as, um, you know, we are privileged to be living in this body, I think that changes the changes the perspective enough so that, yes, it, it can be our friend. Hmm.
0: And I think then everything can change. Everything gets better when we start to um, open our mind to that possibility and that kind of relationship.
1: Absolutely, yes.
0: So Dr. Liu, if Say somebody's listening, you know what, I am in some pain and I'm not really sure what first steps I need to be taking to take care of myself or to decipher this. Do you have any suggestions for them?
1: The very first thing is understanding, as you'd mentioned, you pointed out that uh, the very first thing is that inflammation is at the heart of all pain. Now, inflammation can be going on uh, for years, months, weeks. And not cause any pain, but when we feel the pain, it means that that inflammation has gone out of control. It's it's bypassed our limits for tolerance. And that usually will benefit from uh, having some ice applied to the area that's hurting. Um, So that can be one of the very first things you do in addition to just stopping and lying down. You can put ice on the area that's in pain. Mm -hmm. And As long as you are able to change the pain, so, and here's an interesting idea, Um, if you do lie down and put ice on it and it feels better, then you know that you're in control of it and that should give you comfort in knowing that you can control that pain. That means that not all is lost. Mm -hmm. Secondly, if you can do something to make that pain worse, then you should also see that as a positive because that means you're still in control of that pain. You can make it worse which means that you can get better and you can do something to make that get better.
0: Mm-hmm. That's so very, the very cool. first
1: thing would be to stop as we'd mentioned. And then ice applications are great, a uh, great way to test that and to comfort yourself about what's going on. I love that.
0: So what I like about your book, it, it says it leads readers through an investigation that pinpoints the sources of pain and how to best rehabilitate overstressed bodies. So, you talk a little bit about the mechanical stresses, such as repetitive movements and ways to identify risks that can result in the strain of overworked muscles. You talk about chemical stresses, which I thought was really interesting. And you also discuss ways that we can aid the body and then emotional stresses, which I'm really excited about talking to you um, in another show because I think that's such a big piece of the puzzle. So I'm super excited about that. So, yeah. again, how can we figure out the best way to approach it? I love the ICE technique. Beyond that, how can we start to understand if it's a, if it's a mechanical thing or if it's a chemical thing or it's an emotional thing?
1: Yeah, well, um, the ICE will... Give you an insight as to whether or not it's uh, something that you can affect, and most of the time it will be. It part of what is the investigation piece is you have to kind of figure out well what's the main trigger, what's the main thing going on for you? Because we can have mechanical triggers that kind of push us over the edge and cause pain, but then we don't, we aren't able to get better and recover and heal from those mechanical stressors if we don't take care of our chemical balance, which means uh, basically, handling the the garbage in and garbage out equation. So, mm-hmm. what we put into our bodies not just food, but air, water, um, all of the everything that goes in through our pores and through our mouths, and how well we get rid of the garbage that's already in our body. And so, that would be through elimination, urine, stool, sweating. Those mm-hmm. things are really important pieces of keeping our body chemically balanced so that we can optimally heal, so that we don't stand in our own way of getting better. Even if the in- initial situation is a mechanical strain, we need to look at the chemical balance of our body in order to help ourselves heal faster and better.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and digestion. That's a big piece of the puzzle for sure.
1: It is. It's definitely becoming much more out there, uh, lots of information about how our gut really determines our overall health. Mm,
0: Yeah, I know for a long time, I really struggled with that, uh, that component in my life, the digestion. And I feel like I just wasn't digesting life very well. I was really, really stressed about so many things. I wasn't able to just flow with it. So that was, that was, um, a huge teacher for me.
1: <laughs> Very insightful. It's so true. It's, uh, it's, our yeah, was, lives are metaphors hard. for all sorts of things.
0: <laughs> I know. I find it so fascinating. I think it's just so interesting when we start to, again, listen and be friended and, and want to come into um, a healthy relationship with the information our body is sharing with us because it really is communicating with us all the time.
1: Yes. Yeah. 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 And the so, biggest shame is that we are led to believe that this is somehow some mystical thing, our body and the processes it goes through that we can't possibly begin to understand it. And you have to go see a professional in order to, you know, and be given magical medications in order to handle this mysterious enemy of a body, right? Well, it's uh,
0: compelling to watch some of these, um, I guess, commercials on television about these different prescriptions. Oh, I can't sleep. I should, I, <laughs> I should like, I'm going <laughs> to listen to this commercial to tell my doctor what he needs to give me. Right, it exactly. seems like, Wow. I, I think there's a better way to take personal responsibility for our, our safety. Absolutely, vehicles. yeah. And that's what I love about your book. Oh, thanks. Yeah, because it really does empower people. It does, I think, support them in coming to a more love-based relationship with their bodies, which, you know, I think, again, everything can change when we when we open to that possibility.
1: And those are the cases that the patients I work with who are just the most rewarding for me to see them through the uh, epiphanies they have about their own lives and then they come back to me and tell me about all these obtuse pieces of their lives that actually came together and caused them to feel better and it wasn't always just the mechanical piece
0: yes i feel like that's so cool it's sort of like when we become allies with you as the doctor in solving the mystery of our our hurt and our aches and our pains
1: yes that's the Definitely the most exciting time for me when I see patients really get that and make those steps.
0: Yeah, uh, empowering people, which is my greatest love as well. That's why we do this show. That's why we have this network to give people the tools to live better lives. So something I'm really interested in and I'd love your perspective on is um, the acid, the pH of our physical selves. You know because um, you know a lot of my friends drink the alkaline water. i 'm wondering what your thoughts are about um, the alkaline acid um, situation
1: it 's a very confusing topic, I think, because um, there's lots of controversy around drinking alkaline water because of mm-hmm. I think how it 's presented and how it 's explained. Mm-hmm. Um, the alkalinity of our tissues is what i 'm talking about and what I think is important for pain control and healing. Um, and I think though it, it's, it's a difficult thing to understand because our blood pH is separate from our tissue pH. Uh, and blood pH should never really vary uh, more than a few points um, mm-hmm. in order to sustain life. But what we do when we breathe uh, air with allergens or we eat foods that create acidity in the body, in the GI tract, uh, we throw the balance off and in order to, uh, our body is great at creating balance for the blood pH to maintain that, but then we end up sacrificing pH in the body tissues and in the GI tract. So the, the there are three different systems of pH balance that the body's juggling. The blood is always a priority. We always want to keep blood pH relatively neutral. Um, and so... What happens when we expose ourselves to acidity in the body, in, the, in our environment, we end up throwing that balance off. And the areas that suffer are the tissues and the GI tract. So we end up having things like an uh, acid stomach. We end up having acid tissues. We end up rendering ourselves more susceptible to uh, bacterial infections and uh, mm-hmm. viral infections because our pH balance is off.
0: Mm-hmm. That's fascinating. I haven't heard um, heard it put exactly like that. It's like our defenses are brought down because of it.
1: Exactly. There are certain certain zones in the pH uh, in the pH readings. Certain zones where we are more able to fight off bacteria. Bacteria don't like certain pH levels, and so we make sure that our saliva, when everything's working well, our saliva, our gastric, uh, our stomach acid is there to ward off any kind of bacterial viral infection. When those things are thrown off, if we don't have the right balance, we become less able to fight those things. and So we become more vulnerable to disease. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then what, that's a whole separate issue from what the tissues are going through at the same time. The tissues, when they become more acid, they actually become chemically more likely to cause us pain. So there's an accumulation of chemicals and molecules that are more abrasive, more caustic, uh, and they get our nerve endings more upset. And so we can find ourselves stuck in a chemical cycle of pain because of an acid-base imbalance issue. And there are lots of different ways to address that, but what it boils down to is managing the ingredients of our, what we put in our body, garbage in, versus how we get rid of it, garbage out. hmm
0: I think that is a show right there. What what do (laughs) we do to really, um, you know, because food really should be fuel for our physical selves. You know, what is the best fuel for our particular um, body chemistry? And I can, you can, uh, although there's probably, and I'd like your insight about this, certain foods that are probably good for everyone. It's not going to be, you know, the same for everyone. Right. Yeah, exactly. We all have our own unique um, makeup. Uh, right. Yeah, food allergies, that was such a big piece of the puzzle for me, figuring out what foods were the best fuel for my body. Yeah. And, and that, was, that was really, really helpful, very empowering. But again, I think when the student's ready, the teacher appears. So to ask the questions that we want the answers to and then scan the horizon for those teachers. And um, your book, such a great teacher. How can people get a copy of everybody's Guide to Everyday Pain?
1: Well, it's on Amazon, so you can go to uh, Amazon and and look up uh, Everybody's Guide to Everyday Pain. I also have a Facebook page where you can find links to that. It's the Everyday Pain Guide on Facebook or my website, StopEverydayPain.com, and that'll point you in the right direction. It'll also keep folks up to date on the next couple of volumes because this is definitely a story that keeps on telling. <laughs>
0: there is a lot of information here, a lot of content. And I'm I'm so glad that you said yes to writing this book. I know that that's a big endeavor. You, you know, you have a busy practice and, and to, to uh, go into this realm, I think is so helpful, so empowering. So you're able to help others beyond your immediate community in Seattle. Is that correct?
1: Yes, that's right.
0: Beautiful area. All
1: right. It so is. we just have a couple
0: of minutes left here. Dr. Liu, do you have any final words of wisdom?
1: Oh, the biggest thing really is um, to remember that it is instructive. Pain is instructive. It's not the enemy and easier said than done. If you can welcome it with open arms and just say, say to yourself, what is the message for me? Stay open to the information that your body's trying to tell you and know that you can come out of it the other end and it's not the beginning of the end, you know, this is just one step along the path. I think
0: that's really beautiful. Just to be able to turn inward and say, you know what, I'm listening. Yeah, that, that's so helpful. And I think when we ask the question, the answer can show up. So I think that's really um, powerful and helpful. And I just want to thank you for being part of this conversation today. I know that uh, it's helped people that are struggling, and, and that is again always my intention.
1: It's my pleasure. Thank you for having this show. It's so great.
0: Well, thank you, Dr. Liu. And to my friends and my listeners, if you want to be in touch with me, I would love to connect with you on Facebook. Connect with Ling and me on Facebook. You can go to my website also, Tammy B. Ph.D. or Manifesting from the Inside Out. I'll take you to the same place. And I have a free program with a guided meditation and how to remove the blocks in your life that are preventing you from living a really empowered heaven on earth kind of life. So I'm blessed to be connecting with you and so very, very grateful because this really is about relationship, relatedness, and I think we heal in relationship. None of us are an island. So God bless you. Love from our hearts to yours. Onward and upward. Take good care of yourself. Bye for now.